No, he wasn't. No, he, Cats was actually a three-hour uh, shoot, a three-year three-hour uh, shoot. shoot. Yeah, I could, I'd buy that. <laughs> they just stood it in one take, and then they added the CG <laughs> after. They hope, they hope the yeah, they, it was actually all filmed in one shot. It was yeah. actually pretty impressive. <laughs> Mr. Corden, can we get a take where you don't look and sound like a pedophile? No. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The eye, he's. Welcome back to the Late Late Capitalism Show. Uh, we're going to swear. I forget what else Jesse says in this little intro bit here. So I'm Megan, and to my left. Yeah, that's pretty much all of it. It's me. It's Jesse. And I'm throwing it over to Chance. I'm Dean. Um, Damn. Nice to see you. Uh, and to my right is... Uh, hi, folks. I'm Chance. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> Imagine listening yeah, as like your yeah. first For episode. For a new listener, uh, that might be confusing if we just lie about our names and who we are. No, I'm the king of gaslighting. Don't call me Chance anymore. I'm just the king of gaslighting. All right. Anyways, Megan, what do you have for us today? Uh, we have a grab bag of things that I have read on the CBC. We're going to grab um, that bag. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but they're all actually crazy. So strap in, everybody. What are we going to start with today, you might ask? Well, it's a dude who is rich, as per yeah. usual. <laughs> you really, you weave a tapestry of words. <laughs> it's, I, I feel transported. I liked it. As Megan's gay stand, I will not tolerate <laughs> any uh, further mockery. Thank you, exactly. Okay. Uh, this morning, the news broke that a guy that owns a very large casino company in Canada and his wife, who's a Russian actress who looks basically like his child. Yeah, uh, she she's 25 years younger than him. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Uh, but yeah, he's the CEO of the Great Canadian Gaming Corporation. Um, uh, gamer. They flew <laughs> to the Yukon to steal vaccines from a First Nation. <laughs> I don't so, know if they would like sorry, me so framing is, it like that. But what is this guy's name? Rod Baker. Rod Baker. And Ekaterina Baker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that awesome. sounds like her birth name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rod, Rod and Ectoplasm Baker. <laughs> I like it. So they basically flew into Whitehorse, then immediately chartered a flight to this like remote flying community where they were doing um, a, like an early dose of vaccines. This is like this community is basically on like the border of like Yukon and Alaska, as far as I understand, right? I did. What's it that. called? Beaver Creek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a community about 100 people that's located, says 450 kilometers northwest of Whitehorse near the Alaskan border. So, yeah. Yeah, so they were getting an early dose of the vaccine just because northern communities are specifically very vulnerable mm-hmm. to COVID um, because of the isolation and the like distance from healthcare opportunities. And also, if you're living in a community of only 100 people, like it could spread and literally destroy <laughs> your community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, these two rich people, <laughs> unfortunately, flew in, got the vaccine vaccine by lying that they were motel workers in town and then immediately once they had gotten the vaccine turned around to try and get on the chartered flight this out. is the fucking thing that gets me the, like it would have been the perfect crime it would have been so easy but as soon as they leave the clinic they're like hey can someone drive me to the airport <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking idiots so that raised some uh red flags and then they were caught for this and he has now stepped down as ceo of the canadian or the Great Canadian Gaming Corporation. Right. Was I imagine that owns a lot of casinos in like Niagara Falls. It doesn't say specifically ones they own. It just says they own more than 20 in British Columbia, Ontario, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia. Okay. And last year they were embroiled in an inquiry looking into allegations of corruption and money laundering in BC casinos. But Crazy to think. Wow, this casino. guy's breaking the law. Folks, <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. This is terrible. How can we let these rich people get away with it? Yeah. Uh, although... I think you uh, sent me this, Megan. Uh, justice will prevail uh, in that each of them uh, have to pay a $500 fine. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. $500 fine. That That's... was the punishment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That makes you feel good, doesn't it? Dean? Wait, uh, so they actually get to pick whether they want to pay the $500 fine or fight it in court where they could get up to one year in prison. 
what do we think they're going to pick, guys? I think they might try and fight it. <laughs> yeah, they might try to go to court They're going to be GoFundMe heroes. This like, is their yeah. God-given right. <laughs> this is... I was cursed to see a picture last night of Adam Skelly, the Adamson's barbecue guy, Randy Hillier, uh, one of the most despised men, certainly in this room, <laughs> and uh, a pastor who allegedly is a pedophile who was holding those services allegedly. at uh, the Waterloo Church that Randy attended, all posing together. I think we are actually assembling the Injustice League. Yeah. Because like this grift is now consuming them. It's gonna, You know Chris Skye and Rob Carbone are going to get involved. That's five. Yeah, the boner. We're going to get to the sinister. Or six. We're gonna get Rod and yeah. Ectoplasm. That's seven. We are. <laughs> they developing... did need a lady for the group, like yeah, the yeah. And in Justice League, we are getting the exact perfect combination of evil because this grift is all consuming. But who I... are gonna fight them? Like who's who's our Justice League? Our sense? podcast. Okay, so we've got four. <laughs> We're the Fantastic Four versus okay. with uh... the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, based on how they look generally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, that's certainly true. But but the th- the thing that I find interesting <laughs> that you brought up is like the GoFundMe income thing that's happening from all these grifts. That's all it is. It's like if I just cause enough of a stink and say that I'm a right-wing conservative, if I set up a GoFundMe page, I can make tons of money. It's literally, they've created, it's so funny, they've created a social safety net on the right through yeah. crowdfunding. <laughs> yeah, they're setting up their own socialism. It's amazing. Where like, they're yeah. like, give us Honestly, these, this money. We we do. We we chastise people. We make fun of them on the show. Mm-hmm. We say like, oh, these are the enemy. They're the ones building community and <laughs> actually making <laughs> they are creating these safety nets and the, this like these bonds of like political infrastructure. Yeah, it's a political and social and community organizing. Instead of giving we don't it, have that. Yeah, instead of giving it to like homeless people. We're all no, poor. Yeah, no, no. They just give it have. to the wealthiest yeah. among them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you give it to the guy who has like four barbecue shops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no home. He lives in the barbecue shop. It's perfect. <laughs> it but. would be sick to see to try and see this guy defend himself from these actions. Yeah, I have no idea if he'll try and spin this into his freedom or whatever. It just seems so like straight up evil, yeah, like thing, just stealing vaccines from a First Nation that's like way up north. It, cool. Like this, it sounds like a Coen Brothers plot to me. Yeah. And they also it's just sound so like, patently They ridiculous. sound like a villain couple, like a corrupt. <laughs> Corrupt casino CEO and his Russian actress, thirty years younger than him, girlfriend. Like, what kind of combo know, is that? I want to know what connections they have in that town, or <laughs> how they. None. I even think they googled it. They how just you, were like, "Who's get?" They saw a thing about like, like oh, vaccine yeah. dispersal, and they were like, "I'm going there." I I just can't like. This is like a special kind of rich person who is like again has immense m- amounts of power and influence, but is so disliked and uncool within these circles that they're not just given the vaccine yeah. at like the you know <laughs> yeah, vaccine yeah, slash to, yeah. children organ harvesting parties <laughs> yeah, you, that they all attend. You have to fly halfway across the yeah, country. Like you're such you a fucking loser. To the adrenochrome party. Yeah, like you you didn't drink it out of Trudeau's left tit like everyone else did. <laughs> it's like yeah, okay. So what if the couple that constantly try and kill Rocky and Bullwinkle? Stole some vaccines. <laughs> What's so bad about that? We're introducing a new character, which is the contrarian. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to do something this podcast has been accused of neglecting in the past and provide the alternative point. Oh, we're going okay. to cover both sides. Okay, yeah, let's So hear. we're going to do that for each of these stories or until, uh, I, I don't know, my brain just tunes out. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> until you get bored of yeah. talking to us. <laughs> Pretty much. I will then shut down. You will have exhausted my NPC dialogue at that point. <laughs> I'll either say dot, 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 or just repeat the first sentence. Okay, so yes, these two did fly to the Yukon mm-hmm. to get vaccine. We can agree about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to build bridges. We're building mm-hmm. a bridge here. We can agree on that. A However, bridge to the Yukon. Uh, yes. The bridge what, to Terabithia. And that's a Word thing. association. I love that. Wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, bridge on the River Kwai. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> so these bridge two, over troubled water. Now, <laughs> Thank you. Where I take umbrage is the implication that these two are doing it for inherently selfish reasons. Okay, they get the vaccine, but they don't let it circulate entirely through their bloodstream. Or if they do, they let it collect like in saliva in the back of their in throat. Their thyroid so when brain, they yeah. fly back, which they should have been allowed to do, they can go to poor, underprivileged communities and spit in their mouths. And <laughs> I see. But yeah, they could have been doing uh, a very brave radical act of public good by stealing the vac uh sorry i would call that direct action direct actioning the vaccine <laughs> you know what, you're yeah. right 
Jesse, you've convinced me. Uh, I'm on the side of Bob Barker and Ectoplasm Jones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've decided I, I have a new favorite thing about this, which is, as far as I understand, the Moderna vaccine that they were getting uh, requires two doses yes. to be effective. Were they planning on flying <laughs> back? Well, they're going to put mustaches on. <laughs> and getting it again? This time they really will get jobs at that motel, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to go great. See, but, this it, it sounds like the plot of a comedy where they just didn't do the thing where they actually had to get the job. <laughs> Maybe they thought since there were two of them, they each got one. That if they like, <laughs> oh, if, if they like swap fluids, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah we've each got yeah, one. You combine them, yeah. we have two. That sounds about <laughs> as smart as they are. Yeah. I think that's actually advanced compared to what they were <laughs> legitimately thinking. This great Canadian gaming corporation is in the process of getting acquired by Apollo Global Management, which is a private equity firm, which, funny enough, their CEO also stepped down today because it was discovered that he had given, I think you you sent this, but over $150 million million to to Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. So basically just like funding his lifestyle hmm. yeah so then his this he, sounds like anti-gamer propaganda <laughs> it was already on public knowledge that he had given 75 or something million dollars to jeffrey epstein oh and then his board of directors was kind of like that's not great but like we're gonna let it slide and then today it was like no guys it was 150 and then they're like <laughs> okay right. you need to step down <laughs> that's where I this far no farther <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so he has stepped down as CEO, but he uh, actually is still on the board of the directors. He's the chairman, in fact. So he sort of just got like an easier version of his job for retirement. So I, you know, don't really see how this uh, negatively affects him at That's all. That's always how it goes with these people, though. They never actually get shit canned and like lose their income. Their income's usually steadfast. They're just not the face of the company anymore. Yeah. And, like, these are people who have like $150 million to throw around. And they don't even need <laughs> that <laughs> income. It's not even for the income. It's just so they can continue to yeah. have say in the company. You can have yeah. $150 million that you give to an 80 IQ pedophile. <laughs> yeah. who, his life mission is appeared to be trafficking children and then trying to freeze his seed in an underground like bunker in New Mexico so he could repopulate the earth. The Ram yeah. Ram. Both of those are true. <laughs> you can look this up. Yeah. Now my question is, why was Epstein given this money by uh, what's the name? Leon of this oh, uh, yeah. Leon so Black. the 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 story goes that Epstein was providing him valuable financial advice. <laughs> Uh, oh. That's literally the only reason. Oh, that's given. such a bad excuse <laughs> for spending $150 million. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was just, helping me with my finance. Yeah, he was giving him financial I've advice. It also, like, even if this was true, it just sounds evil. Like, he was telling him uh, allegedly how to make money off of his various properties and how to, like, offshore and, like, invest in art properly, which even by itself is fucked. But I'm assuming uh, your guys' brains are going to. There's just a video of him having sex yes, with a child. Child, probably, yeah, well, and that's oh, why. Really, but. But, okay, Jeffrey Epstein, for the record, before he became a financial maven, was a math teacher who was just like plucked out of obscurity and given a massive like hedge portfolio worth billions of dollars. The person who plucked him out of obscurity, by the way, is uh, William Barr's father. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. concerning in the least, who uh, prior to that had been working intelligence with the British government. Also not concerning in Wait, the least. Wait, but the British government would never be embroiled in any, any sort of pedophile <laughs> yeah, no, scandal. That's, true, that's my bad. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's go check out the BBC for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, contrarian take. Yes, okay. We can build that bridge. We can agree that, uh, you know, Leon's black, the guy who owns Leon's and FW black. That's what I assume his wealth comes <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did give Jeffrey Epstein $150 million. But I think it's very cynical of you. He knew Jeffrey was hurting. And look, he was trying to help his friend out. <laughs> who among us hasn't given, you know, like say your friend is addicted to something and they're right. like, I need money. And you're like, I don't want to give you money because I don't know where it's going to go towards, but I know it's better for me to give you money and help you survive. Okay, yeah. So Jeffrey Epstein's addiction was, yes, pimping out, you know, infants. Right. That's bad. Yeah. But to not help him, uh, sorry, I think that's actually worse. So you're so saying... You're saying uh, I'm sorry. To he was supporting his friend in a time of Exactly. It is worse 
or I guess I should say it is better to, again, assist a pedophile in funding his massive trafficking operation than to be a fake friend. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Leon's <laughs> FW Black is not a snake. He's a real one. And I think we need to, like, you know, pay tribute to that. You know what? You, you I, I think he's definitely uh, fond of people paying tribute, for <laughs> sure. You caught me in my privilege. Like, I was, back there, I was addiction <laughs> shaming. And anti-pedophile uh, privilege. And I was I was putting these people down without fully understanding where they're coming from and uh, how survival works yeah, in this dude, world. I've Je- never been in that situation. And as soon as Leon F. W. Black's payments dried up when he was in prison, Jeffrey Epstein self-harmed. Like, bro, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're being honestly. You're being so problematic right now. I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm just keeping you accountable. That was, yeah, that was good. I like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, God. You know what, Jesse? I have to say, I'm really appreciating this new, like, fair and balanced take that the podcast has. It only took us 48 episodes. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like we're really, we're seeing both sides. It's like we're real journalists I'm, now. I'm, yeah, I'm growing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something's growing for sure. Okay. Um, well, we can't, we can't harp on Leon Black then. He's a real one. Yeah. 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 So, m- Megan... Strike, strike that one off. Sounds all right? good. Try, not a bad. try harder. To close off these two beautiful CEOs stepping down, uh, Rod Baker, the casino guy, will leave. CEOs. <laughs> we love them. We love them. <laughs> You're very special. They're so beautiful. Yeah, um, he will leave uh, his position with $28 million in stock of the company. Oh, so, you know, okay. No one faces I I a could, consequence ever. I wish ever. I could do that. Well, well no, you, he wait, paid the $500. Yeah, I was going to say. Where, like, if I got fired from McDonald's, like I did get fired from McDonald's, <laughs> and they gave me $28 million in stock, I wouldn't consider that being getting fired from McDonald's. <laughs> no. You know yeah, what no. I mean? When, when I'm your, chilling. your punishment yeah. was paying 500 of those dollars. So. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck, man? I hate rich people. Mm-hmm. Hot take, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I guarantee they hate you right back. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So the next story we're going to be talking about is that we no longer are a real country. Uh, we have no governor general <gasps> right now. So oh, no. uh, yeah, the Who queen, the, the queen abandoned us. Um, <laughs> Shit. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Payette, I don't even really know how you pronounce Payette. But anyway, uh, she was basically forced to step down is like what the gist is. Like she stepped down, but she had a call with uh, Trudeau the night before. Real meeting um, of the minds there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for having a toxic workplace environment in the governor general's no office. Yeah, I know. What the funniest thing is, is that there's been a lot of pushback on Trudeau for not vetting her hmm. properly before the position. And that's what like a lot of the political discourse like in the house of commons has been about and so i was originally thinking like well how are you going to know that someone is going to lead like a toxic workplace environment like you you just got to play stuff by ear sometimes but um her last two jobs, she was forced to step down <laughs> because she created a toxic workplace environment. Okay, I, I'm That's hearing these awesome. words. This is just jargon to me. It's bouncing off my brain. What does tar- toxic workplace environment mean? Like, do you have examples? Yes, of what she I did? do. But I just thought it was funny that she literally did this at the Montreal Science Center and they were like, you need to leave. You're <laughs> oh bullying this <laughs> And those people will put up with so much abuse. Yeah, yeah really. Very funny. Um, like, hey, you're, you're kind of a bully. They're, they're all mean to each other all the time. That's just a toxic workplace is just a workplace. Let's remember, they've been bullied their entire lives (laughs) by us specifically. (laughs) So for someone to be like, hey, wait, that's extra fucked up. (laughs) Like these people are desensitized to it. What the fuck was she doing? Yeah. So that was 2016. She then got another job at the Canadian Olympic Committee. And then after two internal investigations, (laughs) she was forced to leave after her treatment of staff was like considered poor. So normal. And then literally immediately after that, she became the governor general. (laughs) (laughs) That's failing up. What a fucking That's a a classic liberal trajectory right there. Yeah. fuck? She's a girl boss. That's <laughs> so awesome. some of the funny things. Sorry, it's not funny because she was like hurting <laughs> no, people. No, it's really not funny. funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's also remember these are government employees. They deserve it. Yeah. My my favorite <laughs> my one. My taxpayer dollars are paying for them to suffer. And this was in the CBC article was that she would just randomly, especially near the beginning of her term, quiz her employees on space facts. She would just like <laughs> stop them in the hallway and make them like name the planets or like tell her the distance between the Earth and the Moon and, and stuff would like that. And she hit them if they didn't know. I don't 
don't know. Apparently, just put everyone on edge a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I literally, uh, there was a friend of mine's dad would quiz me like that all the time because, like, I, believe it or not, was sort of like a nerdy know-it-all kid, and he wanted to, like, one-up. Oh like God. me, child me, by asking me questions to which I did not know the answer to sort of uh, embarrass me in front of my my buddy, I guess. <laughs> okay. uh, Asshole. Yeah, it, it was really cool. <laughs> How far away is Pluto? What's the length of my penis? Sorry, what was that second one? <laughs> How far away is Pluto? Um, but so the two, the two main people at the center of the controversy were her and her assistant. And they both apparently would like regularly scream at and berate staff in public and tell them their work was like shit and then throw it in the trash or like call them lazy and okay. incompetent in front of a very crowded okay. room. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt again. Yeah. Their work was incompetent or bad or lazy it's the governor general's office that's what I you wondering. don't have a I'm fucking like, what job is the work yeah. your Sorry. job the is work. to put your no, name no on papers no offense to them but other than like writing out little blurbs about like you what she did anything. that day like w- her job is literally going to stuff and being like i'm the governor general i was like, gonna say i think yeah. I, w- I would assume her assistance jobs would be like scheduling and like Signing off on certain things, I would imagine. Yeah. So then, but what's like, what's the shit work? Yeah, they just like she... overlapped activities. I I don't know. No, like uh, I'm saying, like there's no way they did that poorly because it's yeah, not a real job. Yeah, there's and nothing. She's to do. just a psycho. It's a it's a figurehead position. But yeah, they said there was a lot of employees regularly crying in their cars after work, and then like a bunch of staff started leaving as soon as she joined as governor general. But then during COVID, like so much of their workforce quit that they just like had no staff anymore because it was so fun. <laughs> up and then so they paid to have this internal investigation done and then it took like a lot longer than usual and they had to pay a lot more because so many staff wanted to participate and share <laughs> how much they hated her that it like oh went boy. super over budget <laughs> uh very funny that's nuts uh okay all right here's the deal i have once again gonna provide a bit of context okay so <laughs> all right i actually think it's quite reflect refreshing that in the era of me too we can have a woman creating a toxic workplace oh. you know what score one for the ladies diva is the female version of a hustler julie payette you are jesse's <laughs> hustler of the week and i for one actually think it's good that you're treating the little worms like they're lower than dirt <laughs> uh you should Take a page out of Amy Klobuchar's playbook. She was going to be vice president until uh, the cops, you know, she refuses to prosecute, just kept murdering people. Mm-hmm. Julie Payette, you could sign, you could rubber stamp the RCMP, like, I don't know, shooting up a daycare. That's in your future. You're mm-hmm. going to be whatever the Canadian vice president is. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna create a position just for you because you're a girl boss and they know that if you don't, you're you're going to let their blood, you're going you're gonna to slit their wrists with a bulldog clip and let it drain all over the office. And I actually think, once again, Me Too has shown us that a woman can be a monster. That's awesome. She's a pimp. She's a hustler. And I think she should be governor general again. I yeah. actually didn't know she was governor general until literally yesterday. I assumed it was still <laughs> Mikhail John. Because like in public school, they teach you like, oh, this is the governor general. They're like the queen's best friend. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I literally hadn't <laughs> yeah. thought about the governor general. Didn't one of them die? Didn't David Johnson die? God, I, thought, I hope so. I've never heard of any of the Shot other Shot by ones. the queen. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Diana. You got Diana. Oh, wait, Michelle yeah. John was one, right? Yeah, Michelle she was Jean. the first black governor general. Yeah, cool. But anyway, the, the sort of worst part of this story is that the fact that the governor general makes $150,000 a year until they die just for being a governor general one time. They Uh, they also can claim up to $200,000 in office and travel expenses every year. And so then this prompted, because she was like not doing the job properly, I guess, and was like unceremoniously uh, ending of her job. They were like maybe... Hundreds of thousands of dollars to to drive around Ottawa and eat at Tim's and and (laughs) beat up interns. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, okay, maybe this is not a great plan. So they looked into it and there's been like another governor general that has claimed over a million dollars since he stopped being governor general. David Johnson. Yeah, they just can like basically have unlimited rich people salaries forever and they don't have to do anything. Like they just basically... The government says governor generals never retire really in their hearts. So they get this <laughs> yeah. much money. But let, let me be clear. They're not doing anything. Yeah. Heroes never but, die. But have we had any conservative hot takes about how this is adding to the deficit that they're always so whining about? 
Uh, no, they no love one's ever shit. really mentioned it. I feel like until right now, the conservatives are mostly mad because because it the, was Trudeau's hand under Stephen Harper. They had made a committee to pick the governor general, and they were like, uh, "Trudeau, you should use our committee." And then he went. No. And then he just picked her. And then they were like, see, Trudeau, you don't know everything. You think you're this pretty boy prince. And they went on and on like that, as yeah. they normally do. They're really bad at, like, critiquing him. They just say the same thing on every yeah. single Every single issue. time, yeah. He's yeah. just it, too hot. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! Damn, there's been a lot of French people as governor general. That's fucked up. Well, probably, we want, we want to show probably them a show that we of care goodwill about them. to stop. It. I don't know any uh, possible terrorism that could the occur. Then, like two hundred thousand dollars just to have a chauffeur bring you to like old employees' houses, <laughs> so you can berate them on <laughs> so the doorstep. So you can yell at them in front of their kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a great like, name. Jeeves, go to Melissa's house. <laughs> I have something to say to her. The governor general during World War Two. Uh, the first half was Sir Vere Brasben Bra- Sir Vere Brabazon Ponsonby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Where did they find oh these jokers? Yeah, that's, so that's an incredible name. So, like, as far as I understand, the Governor General is basically about as close as a normal person can get to becoming royalty. In that you act as like the queen's like figurehead in this country or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you get paid a massive amount of money for the rest of your life to do nothing. Yes. Uh, it is It is basically a yeah, royal position. You're basically Canadian royalty, mm. which, you know, I think it's safe to say uh, we believe completely fucked up. And the fact that there is a governor the general fact that at it all exists in this country, is dumb. Is, like, let alone is dumb, is insulting to Honestly, like, an actual Canadian person. If they were smart about it, it would be like this weird honorary position where like anyone who works for her obviously would make money. But like... The person in the position, it wouldn't be a position for profit. It would literally just be like PR type Yeah, you deal. need a side job. Well, like, they're, yeah. yeah, they're yeah, supposed yeah. to pick people that have contributed to Canadian society now. Like, she what was, did, what did she she do? was a but scientist. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't so know. Cool. Sometimes they're artists or like, I'm pretty sure she was like an astronaut or something or what? a scientist or she like worked in space, something like that. I don't know. Uh, that, hence the space facts. So that's why they picked her. But oh, that's even what more a, psycho, yeah, right? what a bitch. i can't handle that man Uh, i've been to space uh Uh, you tell me these yeah she was an astronaut yeah that's fucked up but they really do just say all right guys we're starting parliament now okay and then they go sit in their chair this woman has not contributed to canadian society she left it Mm -hmm. she got as far away as you can go that's true that's the opposite you you got her she could, uh, you should. She left to where there's no up. hater bitches anymore. So, <laughs> you know what? There's no I, haters Jessie's on the moon. Jesse's right. She's a girl boss. This All is right. crazy. That's right. Jesus. And her staff deserved it. We're getting Look, ganged up on. When you've I been know. to space, I feel like you can just too. you can while out at all times because if. You know, people give you enough lip, you can just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm going back to space. <laughs> no one no one cares about me. I might yeah. as well just go space myself. Yeah, you're just threatening. I go that's, space that's actually myself. the toxic, oh, you guys don't work hard. I guess you don't love me. Yeah. You know, I might have to go to the empty black void. It's better have, than this. What if I break up upon space. re-entry? I bet you feel like fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I wrote down, uh, you know, that 2016 Montreal Science Center job uh, that she was forced to resign from? She also got a $200,000 severance for that one. <laughs> what yeah. the Thank Fuck. you. How does she cha-ching? I gotta be meaner to people. I yeah. know. Just keep getting fired from CEO positions and they will give you a lot of money. A career in severance. <laughs> I, have, I have one more question before, okay. before we move on, which is we don't have a governor general anymore. Yeah. Very sad. It's time to strike. <laughs> Xi Jinping. Yeah. yeah. Well, if the you're <laughs> We have yeah. our troop morale is at an yeah. all-time low. Yeah. Whiskey, tango, foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what happened if the tanks just started rolling in? <laughs> they're like they don't have a governor general. They're the coming are... out. They're coming out of the East Coast. <laughs> just t posing in their regiment groups. <laughs> There's no commander. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> it's like if you go AFK at FCOM, at yeah, XCOM, yeah. they're just gonna stand there and you're gonna get fucking routed. <laughs> uh, no, what I was going to ask is A, who should be our next governor general? Uh, because, of course, this is pos- a position that has to exist for the rest of time. Because, again, our government could not function without it. Right. Uh, and B, uh, what would you do if Trudeau calls you up to the big leagues? Aww. That's a cute question. And yeah. asks you to be the governor general? Yeah, you're the next governor general. What are you doing? 
Assuming it's not Megan would change her name to Julie Payette. Yeah, <laughs> the Imagine. first, first thing uh, yeah. she no, does. It, it goes without saying you would abuse the staff just as horribly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would go in with uh, and I would ask them about space facts immediately on my first day. <laughs> Honestly, I'd write I it into the the Constitution or whatever that you have to berate people with space facts. I don't think I'd do anything differently. Like, she has so much money now. Trudeau calls <laughs> yeah, me up and true. he's like, you want to be the governor general? I'll be say, sure, of course. I get to wear, you know, a big jewel thing around my neck. I get to call the queen on the phone and have a completely useless conversation because <laughs> neither of us have any power at all. Uh, and also, she's so fucking besotted. She has no fucking idea what you're talking about. And then after <laughs> an right, election, I say, I agree and then uh, that person is the prime minister. And the rest of the time, I get to be rich and, you know, drink water and <laughs> whatever Dream big. No. Yeah. Get rich, drink water. <laughs> First off, Megan, if you were governor general, yes, I would fight at your side. I would be a terracotta warrior for the governor general. <laughs> I would be your right-hand man. Does the governor general live near Rideau Hall? I imagine you're like on the street, on the sidewalk, because you don't have clearance to actually be around the building. <laughs> so you're just out front here, yeah. like, she's our people. That's right. Well, <laughs> I mean, screaming. I would not be allowed in any government building. That's been the case since like 2016. Yeah. I'm on the walking equivalent of a no-fly list. <laughs> but if I got called up by Justin Trudeau to be general uh, general governor, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're going to change it up. I, I'm, uh, what's the word? You're going to sit in your chair backwards. I'm disrupting it. Cool. <laughs> I'm disrupting it. Yeah, I'm going to have making space. my staff treat me like shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have... <laughs> Sounds like a all right, I'm only going to hire women that look like the Resident Evil vampire. <laughs> They're all going to be eight feet tall, and I'm going to insist they step on me as much as possible. I'm going to call the queen. We're going to talk about what it's like to be little thotties. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to show up to parliament. I'm only going to wear the jewel thing. I'm going to be. I'm going to fucking bimbify the governor Just general position. Just be naked position. with the <laughs> yeah. Okay. What you got a problem with it? <laughs> they just show up and every it's single on the live speech. Stream. Every speech starts with. I am greatly humiliated right now. (laughs) (laughs) I am shameful. Oh, God, I would hate it if this was broadcast live. (laughs) I can't believe, (laughs) I can't believe my dignity is on the line here right now. I got to say, though, I do hate when people are mad at me, so I think I maybe (laughs) wouldn't do it the same way she did because I would want to be universally adored. So Mm. I might be nice to everybody. What would you have to do to do that? As governor general, what would you do? I don't know. Just tell my staff they're all doing great jobs, sweeties, every day. I think you you (laughs) would have to do the the only moral thing you could do, which is, of course, dissolve the country. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) Just be like, oh, Canada, this thing that I have complete dominion over because the queen uh, says so and God says the queen says so. It's over. I we're done with it. It's gone now. That would yeah. be sick. Yeah. Open borders, baby. Yeah. Day one, implement Sharia law. <laughs> Day two, close every Arby's, <laughs> and then chaos will reign. <laughs> the buildings will immediately set on fire. There will be men flo- throwing themselves from the rooftops, just pasting themselves on the sidewalk. That's that's actually going to be our plan. We're going to get one of us to be governor general and completely destroy this country. Yeah. Amen. National Suicide Day. We're going to do the Joker thing to the Queen. She's going to invite us <laughs> to her like Christmas address. <laughs> <laughs> One bus has Andrew in it. <laughs> One bus is the Queen. Oh, you must cheer. <laughs> We're going Dark Knight oh, Joker. I was going to, yeah, thou get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, should we move on to our last big topic of the evening? Yeah! All right, so. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting silly. (laughs) We got some sillies. The Conservative Party. We've never talked about them before. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But stuff's happening with them. So, I don't know if you guys have heard of a guy named Derek Sloan. Once or twice. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, didn't you work on his campaign? Shut up. No, I was Andrew Shear. Yeah, you were were on his campaign, I thought. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. Uh, he has been removed from the Conservative Caucus, and he's now a independent MP because uh, he got too racist. 
Well, 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 fellas, isn't it gay to be part of the caucus That's anyway? Right. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather be an imp. Now he's an indie rocker. Yeah, he's yeah. an imp. Little imp man running around. <laughs> so, some background That's on cool. what this guy did. So, neo-Nazi Paul Frum uh, donated $131 to Sloan's campaign. Any relation to David Frum? <laughs> no. <laughs> Different spelling. <laughs> yeah. uh, damn. Uh, which is hilarious that your career got ended from $131. Like, you know, every it's penny Shakespearean, counts, I guess. If it weren't for the fact that these are the dumbest people alive. Uh, I mean, yeah. Still pretty Shakespeare. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. He, uh, this David Frum guy also donated to pa- the Paul Canadian... Frum. Paul Frum. Sorry. <laughs> David Fuck. Frum will sue us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is going to somehow be able to name search podcasts <laughs> yeah. with 100 listeners and instantly kill us. And yeah, we'll get Sorry. fucking streams. We will sniped. be honor killed by David Frum <laughs> and the Federalist Society. <laughs> Um, and the palest boys alive. His pale writers. So, yeah. Jesse, I know you might have done some background on uh, Paul Frum, but I have here that he... <laughs> Fucking wild, uh, this guy. He donated to the Canadian Nationalist Party in 2019, which in 2019 they were trying to become registered as a party. And since then, they have been, which is kind of fucked up. They have... Very obvious Nazi symbols all over their official flag, and they attend Nazi rallies. They collaborate with other neo-Nazi groups in Canada. I have some funny background info on them before we dive into the yeah, conservative please. story. But um, they were removed from their official office space in the Toronto Star Building, um, which I... <laughs> what? If you read about it, it was That's actually that they had just virtual office space there because that building offers this like program where you can pay them $30 a month, and you can put their building address on your oh mailing list, God. and they'll just mail you your mail when it comes to them. Uh, anyway, psychotic. they were... Just to seem fancy. It, yeah, it's like, like, oh, I don't want it to go to my mom's house. The so address cheap. is like one Young Street, so it's a like giant Toronto Star building in downtown Toronto, so right. it, it seems very bougie. But yeah, anyway, they were discovered to be Nazis, and then they got kicked out. And they're now headquartered in Saskatchewan, but sad news, the, the leader is now facing prison time. Um, the matter is still before the courts for assaulting two women in late 2019. So ripped the uh, concert, whatever it's called, the Canadian Nationalist Party. So now Paul Frum has moved on to just Derek Sloan because, you know, basically the same thing. I'm just, I I need to think about the Toronto Star thing. What do you think, how long do you think it took them to figure it out when they were receiving mail for this neo-Nazi organization? Yeah. (laughs) I imagine a very long time. (laughs) This poor intern just like picking up the mail and it's just like, yeah, covered in like swastikas and, like, <laughs> yeah. you can yeah, like hear bullets ringing around none of these the people are fucking subtle right like yeah. I, was, I had a conversation the other day and i was like one of the big things about like these neo-nazi groups is that everyone who's a part of it is so proud of the fact yeah. that they're a part of it that they tell everybody it's not some insurgent yeah. group that's like in the underground <laughs> these guys like, have no opsec no. no so like of course they're gonna send mail that says like thank you neo-nazi brother written all over it and shit and it's like i am wish to be a member of your neo-nazi gang <laughs> hey now. do you want to go beat up black people tonight? <laughs> yeah yeah this like turns like Huh? No, what's I'm going wondering. on here? Why, yeah. why did I get 1,488 <laughs> identical <laughs> copies of this letter? Oh, I also have three of their um, funniest policies, I thought. So one, <laughs> keeping Canada European. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, disgusting. Yeah. Europe. Eradicating communists from Canadian soil was the actual <laughs> wording. Oh, and then three, buddy, wait for plants. it, banning fluoride in water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate. That's the rule position, of threes right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> So Those in, guys know what's up. And uh, they got 281 votes in the 2019 election. Yes. Um, but just for some context, the Marijuana Party got 852. The Communist Party got 3,905. 3, the Marxist-Leninist Party got 4,124. And the Animal Rights Party got 4,407. So Animal can't even vote. That's fucked up. Yeah. I feel like we need they to look really into that. Fucked. That's voter fraud. <laughs> yeah. So 281. They're, they're climbing the ladder. Uh Except now they have no leader because he's in jail, but that's yeah. fine. Um, I, I I like can only imagine this imagined you know Canadian utopia where it's only Europeans. So of course the ugliest people <laughs> in this country. It's well, well, there's no communism, and as such, uh, there's no funny podcasts anywhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. And also, 
in classic European fashion, all of their teeth are just rotting <laughs> yeah, out exactly. of their heads. Well, yeah, because they got rid of fluoride. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a recipe for disaster where you want an entirely European country and then there's no fluoride in the water. Yeah. We have, like, no, that, that's we have that. We have that here in Kingston and now we're a case study. We have like the highest like dental rates in fucking Ontario. We don't have fluoride here? We don't have fluoride here. Huh. We, I added to a European. Yeah. <laughs> like, we haven't had fluoride in Kingston for like a decade and a bit. And, and yeah, we apparently have the the highest rate of go- having to go to the dentist for major issues. Oh, it's the scariest city. Damn. This is the most unsafe city in, in the country. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. know. They might have changed that, but I remember that was a thing. Uh, We're one step closer to a Nazi utopia in Kingston. Keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> well, our pineal glands are open, so actually we can call upon the cosmos to help us out. <laughs> I like the idea of Dean just opening like those little crystal one packets, but they're full of fluoride. <laughs> yeah. And just sprinkling it in Megan's drink. Yeah, coming. <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> So, uh, some more on Paul from in 1994, he hosted a birthday party for Hitler. (laughs) Yeah, Um, he sure did. He tweeted that the only victims of the Holocaust were Nazis. Uh Wow. How does that even... There were so many guys falling out of guard towers, you have no idea. (laughs) I don't even know how you would... Yeah, yeah, you can't really have a brain, but he uh, is part, he's part of a neo-Nazi, like, officially designated terrorist organization, just for some background. He's like... Definitely known by the Canadian government to be a Nazi. His social media has him praising Sloan um, on his, for his stance on masks and pronouns in China and things like that. And he also runs a website called Canada First Immigration Reform Committee. Um, he solicited donations there for Sloan, and it is truly the ugliest website of all time. And the funniest, he also met with the barbecue guy. Yeah, There's pictures of, of him with it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul from met up yeah, with oh, Adam Ske- at, yeah. Yeah, oh, the my. Skelly guy. I also. They're always fucking connected. One of my favorite aspects of Paul Frum is that he's one of the most cartoonishly racist men of all time. Like, you can literally just choose a racist cause, and chances are he has supported it. For instance, in the 1970s, he founded the Canadian Friends of Rhodesia to support white minority rule in apartheid South Africa. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. He might have been the only Canadian that ever cared about Rhodesia. Yeah. Yeah. Since, like, 1903 when some of us went to go fight in the Boer War. Like, I read that and I laughed out loud because I was like, that is a level of racism you actually have to actively strive yeah, for. Yeah, he's wor- he like spends all day researching <laughs> Thinking of shit. the most racist thing he can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it's like he has a big book and he's like licking his finger, just turning the... F- oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's support Rhodesia. Fuck, why yeah, not? What the hell? He is truly one of the craziest white boys to have ever done it. <laughs> so that means, that means if Paul Frum is connected to Sloan and Paul Frum is connected to Skelly, and Skelly's connected to Hillier. Like, this is a new member of the fucking... That's what yeah, I'm saying. The fucking... This is the Injustice yeah. League. The, the mutant crew. Yeah, we are actively watching, like, the Canadian vanguard of the right wing pop up before our eyes. That just reminds And they me. only can raise money through fucking go money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and again, That's they the are all part. the dumbest yeah. people alive. Because they're so who, incompetent. Yeah, like, just hamstring themselves at on, every single on one, opportunity. On one hand, I'm concerned because I feel like some of their things are gaining popularity, but at the same time, it feels like all of this has peaked as of right yet. Um, at least it has for the last, like, month or so. Like, it kind of was, like, on an upsurge, and then everything's kind of just topped off when it mm-hmm. comes to, like, people on social media following them like it seems like everyone who's going to be affected by these views are affected by these yeah, views it, it hasn't it hasn't proliferated any further than yeah but at the expect. same on one hand i see that and on the other side i'm like concerned that these people are trying something like randy hillier posted a thing about like the next step the only reasonable step to these mask laws are violence after oh. he posted a <laughs> yeah, picture yeah, yeah. That's of, awesome. of uh, I will uh, do violence against Randy Hillier he Let posted it be known. a picture of a COVID testing Parody. center that was no, like lit on it. fire like it was arsoned and he was like this is what Doug Ford wants this is the next reasonable oh step oh my god leader Doug Ford <laughs> <laughs> trying to find space to the right of Doug Ford Randy it's, um, if you want violence if you want the smoke Randy I am telling you explicitly we can have the smoke yeah, call Randy. us yeah. no, no no email the gonna, podcast yeah. I will set up a fight Randy no, I'll tell we'll you we'll get what. sponsored by weed or something yeah like, and you we'll know what your, your fans don't have to wear masks because I'm going to be in the ring I won't be near them but Randy Hillier if you want violence we can set up a fight actually i would love to set up a boxing match between you and randy hillier 
It would be a homicide. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. He is a yeah, shitty Randy old man. Yeah, no, he'd fuck me up. <laughs> honestly, you know how you're not supposed to like have sex before a fight? I would be so fucked up because I would just be so horny in being yeah. in the ring with Randy, smelling his cigarette and smelling uh, his COVID. Polish sausage breath. <laughs> uh, yeah, he probably smells seeing, like a bratwurst. Yeah, seeing his paunch stick out over his fight shorts, his silk fight shorts. Mm-hmm. The like sound. the weird geometry of his stomach as he moves. <laughs> So, <laughs> like sort of the aberrations his thighs rubbing together creating a bit of a fire down there and certainly a fire down here <laughs> so I'm so i'm sorry megan and i'm sorry jesse but i just no, wanted to let to the me. listeners at home know where i'm going with this is that it's scary to see these people publicly organize mm-hmm. um because it 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 is. It does become concerning, but at the same time, uh, a way to consolidate that and to feel better about that is to realize that, yes, these are genuinely the stupidest people, and to <laughs> yeah. not worry about them having, like, this right-wing insurgency or, like, this neo-Nazi, uh, like, uprising in Canada, because they are genuinely led... Like, if these are their fucking... The people that are going to lead them to revolution, oh, yeah. they're going fucking nowhere. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would say, like, these people, like your Sloans, your Frums, what have you, are, yeah, like, they're just morons who can't help but say the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Because they love the quiet part and they want everyone to also love the quiet part. Well, you know, O'Toole uh, rightfully realizes that this, uh, you know, is not going to fly that the average Canadian is repulsed by this. Especially right now in the yeah. wake of what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rob Carbone gets like 12 likes on his post. <laughs> yeah, no, so like the, these people that we, that like you could argue our podcast obsesses over and like yeah. really likes to talk about are like not even a yeah. footnote oh, yeah, in no. like, the, do like this matter. chapter of Canadian political They're history. They're not a threat. No. Yeah. What matters are, are people like O'Toole who... I can't say for certain shares exactly their same ideas, but is on the same branch of the tree that they are yeah. when it comes to yeah. like political He theory. just likes hiding it more. Yeah. Yeah. So I have O'Toole's whole response to this and everything. Yeah. yeah. So just before I get to that, um, this was all from a Press Progress article, um, which did really cool reporting on it if you want to check it out. But Sloan's response to this controversy was that Paul Frum is a notorious name to some, but not to everyone. And clearly this name, mixed as it was in the midst of thousands of other donations, did not ring any bells to my team. Upon learning about what happened, I immediately contacted the executive director of the Conservative Party, Janet Dory, and requested this donation be returned. So I love how he sort of humble bragged about his thousands of other donations. We don't even know who who said this. Uh, that so was Sloan's sick. response, oh, okay. saying, like, it's not my fault they didn't know. Also, Bro, it's sort of fucked up that Sloan's giving money to Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, real. He, oh, that, yeah, returning it. How do you think Paul Fromm feels? Because, like, you know Paul Fromm is, like, a hero of Derek Sloan. It's like, damn, he didn't even recognize me. Like, I need to create a somehow more racist organization. <laughs> get, I need to be more notorious. <laughs> I got to get really into Chechens. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's, a, that's another thing I want people to take home, too, because sometimes I could feel down, and then I realize when I start talking about these assholes nobody knows who the fuck i'm talking about and and that's a good thing like if i'm like uh did you hear about Derek sloan people are like who the fuck is Derek sloan and i'm like oh this is good because like he's a fucking asshole don't give them any attention grab him by the face keep it that way just please and then i kiss them well yeah Yeah. of course they deserve it well i kiss everybody they've earned that Alrighty, so from some CBC articles on the topic, so um, O'Toole had originally uh, shut down the push to remove Sloan from caucus after he, you remember when he did that whole thing about like Dr. Tam is only loyal to China? Yes, I do. Um, he posted it on yeah. his Twitter and his Facebook. Yeah, and and so basically O'Toole was like, no guys, like let's hear him out. She's it's, also it's loyal fine. to us a little bit. Um, and so basically, the CBC was arguing that that's probably because O'Toole wanted to keep both Sloan and oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name, but the other woman that ran in the Conservative, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted to keep them both in the race to split the like far right <laughs> view between the two. So he yeah. was he was pretty invested in like not removing Sloan at the time. He was like hoping to get second place on Sloan's supporters' ballots because it was like the 
ranked ballot system, which is partially like how he won. I'm pretty sure. That's mm-hmm. just such. That's so illuminating when you think about it. Though it's like, yeah, I hope the I hope I get second place on the Nazi ballot. Yeah, he he actually <laughs> yeah, even took Jesus out social Christ. media ads defending how he had like, or sorry, bragging about how he had defended Sloan. He like aimed at Sloan supporters, saying like, "Look at me, Aaron O'Toole. Like I'll stand up for Sloan. Like he has a right to be in the race. Like we have a right to hear out social conservatives and like have everyone's voice be heard and everything like that." Uh, so now. Uh, he claims he just wanted to give Sloan the benefit of the doubt, uh, which he says he cannot do anymore because he says a pattern developed and that Sloan was basically too racist to allow the party to form government and that this was like the last straw. So basically, Slo- O'Toole was totally fine with this rhetoric, this exact same rhetoric. I don't um, want to yeah. play with you anymore. Yeah, during the race. And then as soon as he won, he was like, actually, yeah, this is a really big problem. Like, that's so sad. <laughs> so after the U.S. Capitol riots, O'Toole was like pressured to make a statement on that. Um, so I read his Twitter statement. He said, there's no place for the far right in the party. Um, he talks about how he is, mm-hmm. he, he's pro-choice, is sad about union decline in the private sector, says that gay people should be able to donate blood. And he said he raised the issue of reconciliation when he became leader, which like, oh, cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> but okay. I acknowledge that indigenous people exist. Yeah. Let's just raise it above the rafters where we don't have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, he, he also claimed that conservatives are sitting squarely in the middle of Canadian politics. Um, so his view of conservative, the conservative party is that they're like these perfect centrists that like are socially left and economically right, right, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah. And he said he believes in free and fair elections, peaceful transition of powers and full accountability of the government. And then he moved on to say that the liberals have no accountability and that it's, so this is like a five page thing he released in his Twitter statement. Uh, and he said, it's arrogant for them to be gearing up for an election. He brings up his middle-class suburban Toronto upbringing, uh, to compare himself to Trudeau and says he will address Western alienation and jobs. And this is all just supposed to be a response to the like capital. Riots, mm-hmm. but and then talk no, about I, I, how I, I slow love, the liberals are to do anything. Yeah, I love that. Like, oh, you know, like we need peaceful transitions of power. We need fair, free and fair elections. We can't have this animosity, this like awful culture war. But also, these fucking liberals can't do anything right. <laughs> yeah. They will always fuck you, and you need to side with me. Yeah. It, I, I love it that that came out right after the Capitol riot, though. He knew exactly what was Well, that happening. was like his response to it because people were yeah. like, well, you have you to make to sure that something. it's not going to happen here. Because he was on that trajectory. Yeah. Even though he's a fucking milquetoast guy, his party has all these fucking wild radicals on it, right? Yeah. yeah so. And like they don't have anywhere else to go, right? Yeah. Like at, well, that's... Yeah, the PPC. Yeah, but they are fucking losers. Yeah, so, so are the conservatives. They somehow lost the blackface guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. The conservative party are massive losers. The PPC are like, yes, obviously they lost, but it was also their first election they ever ran. It's like, I feel like the conservatives might be the biggest loser party right now because they don't have an identity. The PPC, Mm -hmm. say what you will, because they're terrible and I hate every single person involved. At least you can be like, oh yeah, they're the racist party. The liberals, you can be like, oh yeah, they're the useless party with the blackface guy. Yeah. The NDP, it's like- That's a brand. Yeah. They've got, I don't know, the NDP doesn't really have an identity either. Another useless party that's sort of more left than the liberals. Right after that is when the story broke about Sloan accepting the fund. So then O'Toole had to release another state um, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and he said Sloan's acceptance of funds was worse than an error of judgment or a failure of due diligence. Um, he said, I have ign- initiated the process to expel him. He will not allow Sloan to re- run as a candidate for the party. Um, racism is a disease of the soul, uh, repugnant to our core values. It has no place in our country uh, or the Conservative Party of Canada. Racism, of course, is a disease that singular people have and is not a wider system. Yeah. He also just like Googled these like quotes about racism. Yeah. 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 Uh, he then said he didn't expel Sloan because of his social conservative views and that he loves Christians and called it a, it called the conservative party a big tent party. That wasn't in the same statement. That was yeah, in an interview later in the day. In <laughs> hey. So I love how he's like, I kicked him out for being racist and then later was like, I don't hate Christians. And then I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well. cool tying them together, dude. You have um, to. 
And then uh, Sloan argued that the Conservative Party uh, also did not flag the lo- uh, the donation, which went through the Conservative Party website to get to Sloan's campaign. And he said that he didn't recognize it because it was uh, Frum's full name, Frederick, um, which he also uses on social media. So it's like obvious <laughs> yeah. that it's him. Literally 10 seconds of work. Yeah. Mm. And then also said that Frum was be was able to become a party member and vote for leadership without the conservative party noticing. And the point I'm trying to get at here is that like both of them didn't notice or didn't care. And I feel like they really like, obviously it was a lack of, of due diligence in order for both sides to let him in. And I feel like the conservative party saying all this is sort of that just like, looking for a reason to expel Sloan because obviously Sloan sucks shit but I think like literally the rest of the conservatives just don't like him and they won't address how they are also racist and also let the exact same problem happen it's because he's he's bringing a target like he's he's making it like Dean was saying earlier like in saying the quiet part out loud and having people stand beside you uh, what you're doing is like those people don't even have to dance around the fact that when they say I'm not a racist. It's like, yeah, but you hang out with her. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they, they don't, they don't get that pass anymore by associating with that person. And therefore it is, you know, politically smart to remove that person from the party. Right. Yeah. To just like boot them, especially if they don't have a huge standing on anything. Like I think when you see what happened, I think it was the perfect storm of the leadership race and him doing so poorly. Like he did. Okay. But he still did. He didn't Still get great. Lost, yeah. he, he came in last, right? Um, and then the Capitol riot, right? Mixed with his comments on Teresa Tam, how badly he is at just like handling his riding in general and uh, the constituents in that area being mad about his behavior. Yeah, I actually at, have. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, please go into detail. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, he, he also finished off um, when they were kicking him out by saying it was the worst mistake the Conservative Party ever made, <laughs> which is a little bit of a, like, oh, my God, ever made? They've done so much shit in the Getting past. Getting rid of Derek Sloan. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. But um, he's going to come back like Julius fucking Caesar now. <laughs> so I found another article that talked about his chances for re-election, which are basically Basically zero. Oh, yeah. uh, so since 1974, only five MPs have successfully been re-elected as independents after leaving or being ejected from their party caucuses. That's the thing. We're not going to be able to talk about Randy Hillier anymore. Good. Mm, yeah. He, well, because he's been recently, like, in, tw- what was it, 2019? Until we get to read his obituary, yeah. which will be <laughs> yeah. a three to four hour episode because <laughs> it'll be bit fits of laughter. <laughs> And because of how Sloan's writing usually votes, he would need not only a huge part of the conservative vote, but also votes from the other two parties to be elected as the Uh-oh. MP, which is literally impossible. So yeah, they just the CBC the guesses job. that if he runs, he'll just split the vote um, between him and the other actual conservative candidate and the liberals will probably just win. Um, he's when also... Is, do we know when that election is scheduled? Whenever the liberals make another election. Oh, okay. okay yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Okay. But apparently he's not even that popular in the riding. He did worse than the conservative candidate who ran before him. Um, and so is his fame, like the, the quote unquote, Infamy. the little bit of like fans he has is definitely more of just like a Canadian, like random people in Canada. Like no one in his riding actually likes him that yeah, much. No. They just voted because he was the conservative There's no consolidated candidate. consolidated power. Yeah, him. nobody yeah. likes him. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people in that area don't even know who he is. Yeah, and if you and it's kind of hard to see how you could like him other than like, oh, he says the stuff I think. It's like, no, he's like a completely charisma-less, like... No, yeah, he's just, he's garbage. Unlikable person, mm-hmm. like, yeah. a and, major piece of shit. And nobody likes it when a politician fucking gloats about this shit. Yeah. Like, like it was the same thing with uh, Randy Hillier where he's like, yeah, I'm floating the rules and I don't have to do these things. And it's like, nobody likes that. Yeah. Even the people on your side, like, on one hand are like brain dead and going yeehaw you did it but they're like i couldn't see my family yeah you got to see your family and their names are also like alberta warrior 78 it's like (laughs) randy they're not gonna vote for you yeah they're they're not even canadians (laughs) (laughs) like you have the randy hillier is the most popular politician it's just 50 fake accounts that chance yeah yeah it's me most popular politician in like the moldovan bot farm you you go on randy hillier's twitter and every single comment is like hey randy show feet well, yeah, okay. <laughs> to be fair, that's those are my accounts. So he's got like 100 fake followers and like three real ones. And then the article finishes by saying that 
he hasn't mentioned joining the PPC, but the CBC author was implying it's because they pretty much suck. So if he joins them, he won't win either way. So he's basically just fucked now. So as well as bye, the Sloan. I know yeah, the PPC isn't even trying to like campaign or anything. I also find That's it so, so funny, funny how like each party gets like progressively more racist. Like the conservatives are like, well, we wouldn't be as bad as like the PPC, and then the PPC <laughs> earlier I was reading and they had rejected a meeting with that nationalist party because they're like, well, we're not real Nazis until you just get to a party of actual real Nazis. That is like a literal party that's allowed to run in our elections. Crazy. And again, all of those people all vote conservative (laughs) at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They say all these things about like, oh, we need a Uh, real politician. 228 who voted for the Nazis. So pretty big chunk. Yeah, okay. There's 228 dullards. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) the people running and then their parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like going to a really we support yeah you. really scuff show, and it's like the entire crowd is just the family members of the <laughs> yeah, exactly. just their massive inbred family. Yeah, you got the uncle in the corner. That's pretty much all the people. Well, we that didn't vote have for to them. bring uncles. Yeah, I was gonna say I was I was kind of that's vibing a low with blow. it. I was gonna say that's an attack against me personally yeah. as an uncle myself. All right, all right. <laughs> So yeah, that's my stories that yeah. I've brought well, for you guys you today. Uh, I do uh, also want to say, what's her name? Lynn, Lynn Byatt. Lynn Byatt. Uh, Lynn Byatt uh, fuck you. Uh, and us, I, I don't know. Can't I, wait to I, see I who else gets randomly. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. Lynn, I want that. you to resign from life next. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be a girl boss down in hell. Yeah. Do, we have to, do we have to quickly explain what Lynn Byatt did? Oh, she just... Step down from the Senate, right? No, yeah. I mean, like, what what was she notorious for? Oh, she oh she God. said residential schools were good, yeah. uh, and she a, a lot of things. She said <laughs> yeah. it multiple she, times. She's the only. She's like the most racist person you've heard of time. because yeah. she is one of the most racist people. She in she Canada. failed diversity training. They tried to make her less racist, <laughs> and then the instructor <laughs> just left because she was like, "She's too racist. I can't do this." <laughs> yeah. How do you fail diversity training? Yeah. She wasn't diverse enough. She, she was that's, racist that's towards the, the instructor's husband. That's how she was like literally calling him like dirty what was she calling him <laughs> she so the instructor brought up a story about her husband like being denied um like lodging at a hotel one night um because he was indigenous and then lynn Bayek was like well he looked like shit so like of course and the 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 instructor was like okay i literally can't be here anymore like goodbye so, oh man she's like going spongebob in boating school <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's going to join the injustice league she's going to become their matriarch yeah i can literally see it form formulating my, it's kind of like she will become she'll the become mom. tall vampire woman don't she'll be mom by <laughs> i was gonna say she's like amanda waller for the their suicide squad oh i like wait that. we should just okay speaking of the governor general abolish that we obviously don't need the senate abolish that just like yeah. bare bones government no, here that's obviously not what we usually fight the for, governor but. general oh bro <laughs> there's an Oh, wait, there's an opening. She got ahead of this. Yeah. She saw it coming. Uh, yeah. Like, we she retired to move. Little inside baseball. That's right. She wanted to move up. This is Justin Trudeau, Trudeau's way to bridge the gap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the unity. That the only way to become about. the governor general is to fail upwards. Yeah. yeah. And by the unity, you mean like the fallout one where everybody <laughs> to have that position has to get dipped in acid and become a mutant. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, exactly. I'm glad we figured this out today. What an action-packed week, honestly. Yeah. There was a lot that happened in like a seven-day period while we were just talking about fat guys on motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gave ourselves a little break from like staring at the news ticker, and then we come back and we're like, what? <laughs> How do all these things happen? Yeah, I know. Punished. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.